was going to start by saying let's have a bit of a pregnancy update, but just quickly, we have our first guest on the show. We have, <laughs> we have Maya here sitting right beside me just staring at the microphone. Like ready to. Like ready, as if she's got something really important she wants to say. Maya, did you want to say something to the microphone? Hey, Mama, you want to say something? Yeah? Yeah, what do you want to say? What do you <laughs> I'm sure I would have picked that up. Hey, Maya. <laughs> You're funny. All right. All right, you can go back on the bed now. <laughs> <laughs> that her meowing was her anger at me picking her up just then. Yeah. Anyway, but yes, anyway, now back to what we were going to start with is let's perhaps do a pregnancy update because mm. we've talked about a bunch of other stuff and sort of left the pregnancy to the wayside, I feel like, itself, as in... Whose fault is that? Well, no, it's not anyone's fault. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not casting blame or stones or anything else. Pebbles. But anyway, how, how's the pregnancy going back? Yeah, it's good. Um, I'm in my 12th week, so I'm 11 weeks and and, and some. Uh, the baby's been really quiet. I had a couple of days there where I was like nothing was going on. I was a bit concerned. I wasn't even really that nauseous. I was like, huh, it's a bit, mm, okay. But then um, the second day in the evening, yeah, the, then I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Wow. Okay. No, you're still pregnant. Yep, still pregnant. <laughs> I was eating like a like a crazy person, um, and my voice just cracked a bit. It's funny. Uh, like with, I remember like talking to mum about pregnancy and stuff, mm-hmm. and she said she was saying as you get through the pregnancy, obviously, and it develops into a child with motor control yeah. or fu- motor function, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And it starts to kick or punch or whatever and it moves around and you start to feel it all the time. And then she's like, there'll be times when it would stop and you'd kind of be poking it. Like, yeah, oh God, just are, you, to like see. are you okay? Is everything okay still there? <laughs> you kind of get yeah. so creeped out by the idea of a baby moving around. But then when the baby stops moving around, it's yeah. like, ah. Uh, and obviously now yeah. it's like, yeah, you, you kind of, yeah, you, you're not a fan yeah, of the nausea good. and everything. But then when you're not feeling nauseous, you're like, it's a bit is of a everything concern, okay? Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's not full, but I'm like, ah. Uh, I'm glad that I'm not feeling nauseous, uh, but it's kind of like a reminder that, yeah, you are pregnant because mm. uh, I, I was, honestly was not feeling it at all. And I'm like, this is really my clue. I was poking, <laughs> just shaking my belly <laughs> a little bit, <laughs> to moving my hips a bit just to see. And it was just, I was like, oh, maybe you just chill. And then the next day, I think it was, was it yesterday? I was like, I had no energy. The last two days I've had no energy. I was so lethargic, so I'm like, mm, obviously the baby's doing something because I cannot focus. I can't do any. Like I feel like I just want to lay horizontal all day, which I pretty much did most of the day yesterday. So that is yesterday's in Saturday, and I only want to say specifically that it was Saturday. Just going because it's going to be posted on Monday. Monday, right? And so that's tomorrow. So Saturday, I just wanted to explain that because I also had a really flat day. So yeah, yeah. it could be pregnancy related for you, but. I actually also had a really weird sort of Saturday. So, mm. I don't know if anyone else experienced some kind of weird, weird juju going on on Saturday. <laughs> but, yeah, I was really flat so, at work. But, yeah. Generally, I'm pretty cheery and, like, upbeat and just, you know, pumping yeah. through pumping through it. But I was a lot more – not that I game? felt lethargic. I wasn't off my game. I just didn't have the – and it wasn't physical energy. It was like the uh, the will – I kind yeah. of, I was, I was mentally sort of drained. Perhaps was a, yeah. was sort of what it felt it's like. Unusual, it was, it was strange. But, uh, yeah. but anyway, but so that's good. At least the baby sort of worked back up again on Saturday for you. Oh yeah, and then this morning, because <laughs> my nausea isn't as intense when I wake up anymore. It's not as obviously it's coming to the end of my first trimester, so I'm kind of coming into the the third month, and um, 
this morning I was like, oh, it's really nice. I can just wake up and not have to throw up straight away or not have to get up and go run to the kitchen. And then, you know, to, we're cook, to make there, something to make, to make food, something yeah, to, yeah, yeah, to like run to the kitchen <laughs> to actually put yeah, something in the bowl. Go throw up in the kitchen sink. <laughs> to, to, um, yeah, to, uh, to make myself some wheat bix because wheat bix is really good for me at the moment in the morning. And then, what were we doing this morning? We were watching, I think we were on Twitter, and you were scrolling and we were talking about something. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I could have thrown up there and then. Mm. I got out and I just bolted. I go, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I just by- bypassed yeah. the toilet. I just went straight for the kitchen, <laughs> straight for the wheat mix. And then, like, my dad and my brother are like, whoa, what's going on? I'm like, nothing. I'm just going to eat. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, yeah, the baby's definitely I'm like, he's a little stronger. Playing little games on me now, so yeah, it's getting smart. Oh yeah, getting clever. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's going to be a little, little uh, he's a bit cheeky, cheeky bastard. I think I already said I already felt like he was a bit cheeky in the beginning. I don't even know why. I'm like mother's instinct. <laughs> <laughs> I keep saying it's a he, and it comes out a girl, and it's like, oh, yeah, I should probably say the baby. Yeah, I'll say the baby. What's your motherly instinct saying? He. Hmm. But. Yeah, what if I'm wrong? I mean, I've been wrong a few times, so yeah. I'll just say the baby, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Yes, and it seems like... Oh, oh. sorry. What? <laughs> the, baby, the, the baby's ears must be burning. Oh, my God, I haven't had one of those for a while. What is that? Oh, I don't know. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not like a... It's cr- like a sharp pain. <laughs> Because it's not low, it's sort of like no, up high, you're high, touching. So, it's like all your organs and your like, muscles and everything are just being just zhuzhed stretching around. Stretching and, yeah, moving around. Because you've got a bit of a belly now. Yeah. We've been talking to the doula. So, yeah. I, I make the first actual payment to the doula on Wednesday. So, that'll be actually fun to actually financially lock her in. Yeah. Uh, but before we do... Before we do all that sort of stuff, she has like a mandatory three-day meditation kind of course that yeah. she takes you through. And so, we did that for the last three days, which yeah. is really lovely. And get to know her a little bit. She gets to know us a little bit. Yeah. Um, very, uh, very lovely lady. Very, yeah. I'm very excited. Uh, not this week. Next, next week, week. Next Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, we actually oh, get to meet her in person, which will yeah, be really nice. we go up to, to her place and... Oh, she's going to cook for us. I'm really excited. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Session. I can't wait to tell everyone about it. Yeah. As in the audience, yeah. That's going to be that's going to be really really cool. Maybe we should have her as a guest on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, we like we're at like episode 102 now. Like would you like to be our first guest? <laughs> well, second guest or third maybe. We had Freud first. Oh, right. Yeah. Human guest, I mean. Human. Sorry, not not Have we had a animal guest? guest? Not on this. We had interruptions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've had human interruptions human in the background. <laughs> yeah. But that's been a lot of fun. So yeah. uh Going sort of in from nothing into kind of meditating twice a day has mm. been interesting. I mean, she's sort of been coaching us through it and being like, obviously, if you don't do it regularly, and especially I think obviously since we found out you were pregnant and it changed a lot for you, it's kind of thrown you a lot off that kind of meditation game as well. Oh, yeah. And so we're kind of getting back into it together now. Yeah. And it's really fun. It's really, yeah, like really it. lovely. It's a transcendental meditation. Yeah. And I've... I've really enjoyed actually just trying to get into my body and feel my body. And I felt like it's definitely going to be something that will benefit us going into the long term. Obviously, we didn't finish your sentence when you said, um, if you don't stick to it, you won't really see the benefits. 
Well, if you don't stick to it, you don't really see the benefits. Obviously, like with anything, you know, if you only go to gym <laughs> twice, you know, t- yeah. twice and then and then that's Stop. it, yeah. you're obviously not going to have really big muscles. The, the benefits are, <laughs> well, you know, a healthy heart and a healthy body. Mm. Um, also with the meditation, it, I, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe I don't know if it's just this time round with meditation. I don't know whether before I really understood the full benefits of it, but for some reason this time round it's, I'm really excited to really experience the benefits of this particular meditation and this like just meditation practice in general because what she said is what it does, and I'm sure this is like no surprise, it's probably one of those just common things that everyone knows about, it really does give you a a brighter awareness and a greater awareness of the world around you when you're awake. So Mm. you you can be – you can have the most amazing meditation but it's – that's the easy part, you know, or you can have a meditation. You can, you can go there and have the experience when your eyes are closed, but when your eyes are open, that's where you will start to see results. If you stick to it, you'll start to actually see that you have those moments when your eyes are closed, when your eyes are awake, when you actually begin to see things, opportunities and people and experiences and life and the world in that way, in a, uh, in, in a being way, it's it was i'm just i don't know i'm just really excited about it your creativity you know because because you're expanding internally when you're when you start living in that energy frequency you start to expand your opportunities you start to expand your living and your what you want and your dreams and everything kind of comes and your creativity expands too and opens you up to being able to be more creative in life and how you want to live your life and big dream bigger and you know all, all these beautiful benefits that i'm i'm we're wanting so much but for right right now i'm excited to even experience this short term just the small things mm. and we did the the first day i think or the second day we had a the i don't know what it was i think i don't know if it was the meditation but we had a huge like aha moment yeah yeah i just quickly wanted to say about the meditation because yeah, absolutely we'll get into that because yeah. there's a couple of things that are sort of crashing yep. into the sort of one thing because it's also that it's reading rich dad as well as well yeah um which is helping so obviously, for those of you who haven't meditated before, it's something that you—it's—it's it's an experience that's quite unique. I feel like where you just you sit there, you close your eyes. If you have a mantra going on in your head, or if you listen to a guided meditation, or you're just closing your eyes and feeling your body from the inside out, you can and you get yourself into that meditative state, and you're you're quite you surrender to the experience itself and it's kind of like you you almost detach from your body or you disengage Mm -hmm. from your physical body so where you know whether you realize it or not you're kind of always conscious of your physical boundaries and so like i know where my arm is like you got that proprioceptive feedback going constantly so you know where you are in space and you know you can feel your you can feel your body and and the space that it's taking up yeah and but when you get into a meditation meditative state you kind of lose that that boundary and when you really sink into yourself you lose that kind of feedback and you almost when you when you lose though that the awareness of the boundaries of your body you kind of feel like you your consciousness starts to sort of ooze out into everything around you and then you kind of start to kind of become lost kind of kind of you become lost in the sort of everything yeah and i guess that that to me is the experience of that weightlessness that you kind of get when you reach a certain stage during meditation that when your eyes are closed, it's not, it takes a lot of, it takes practice, obviously. Yes. 
Sometimes you can just get it very easily. I got it very easily first go. Yeah, me too. And then first I haven't go. really been able to have it since. No. Um, I, and, but with practice too, it becomes more yeah. consistent, I guess, over time. You but, had like moments. Yeah. Moments of that oh, melted butter. And when you when really you hit that state, it's like because bo- your body almost like falls away. But it's like in that time as well, your body is almost able to – it feels like it just regenerates. I had a lot of neck pain and a lot of back pain. And when I really was able to ooze into myself like that – I was. It seriously took a lot of it away. Like I was my body. Going to ask about your back. It hasn't been as bad. Yeah, I had a really. I was having a really, really pinpoint hot, like burning hot pain in my in my upper back, and yeah, it, it has not been anywhere near as bad. You you were rubbing it. You were massaging it a fair bit though. That definitely helped. Yeah. And then since that first meditation in particular, because we've been doing twice a day. Yeah. Uh, it really has not come back at all with anything like the ferocity that it was. Mm. So yeah, it kind of feels like my body was actually able to recalibrate and sort of reach a kind of nicer equilibrium, like just generally across the board. And so it felt really good coming out of it. And yeah, so you, with your eyes closed, obviously you do that. And it's, it's again, sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's hard, but it's easier obviously to feel that state of kind of, uh, what would be the word, that like assimilation with everything around you, mm. with the space that you're in. But with your, with your eyes, eyes with your eyes closed, with your eyes open, obviously it's significantly harder because you're getting your the feedback, you're your getting sense. the sensation of, of, the, of your eyes, yeah. right? You're seeing where you are in space. Yeah. When you close yeah. your eyes, yeah. you, you you lose that vision. You don't have that input, that sensory input. So it's a lot easier to detach yeah. from everything around you. But when your eyes are open, you can see that you're 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 a member in this world, in this yeah. space, and you can see exactly where you are with everything. So it's a lot easier to it's a lot harder to disengage, I guess, when it comes to your consciousness and your awareness. Yeah. But obviously with enough practice over time doing the meditating like that, you can start to have moments where you can slip into that kind of that in-between mm. sort of uh, surrender space where all of a sudden you you uh, can your consciousness can kind of incorporate itself with everything yeah. around you i think mean, that's the way i'm kind of looking at it yeah and yeah I'm, I'm really excited to potentially be able to experience that too mm. in the in the future obviously as we continue to go through this practice well especially now that we're we've settled out of that survival mode and we've snapped in like snapped out of it and now we're being more conscious we're slowing down making sure that we're more intentional and we're not as stressed as we were. Mm. And you can probably hear it in our voices since, yeah, since we came back, but since we found out that we're pregnant specifically. Um, and there's just been a real pullback of stress, being like, no, 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 okay. We, we know that by doing that, that's going to that's be repeating the last two years and we just want to get out of that. We don't want to repeat that kind of energy where, again, simply just we don't want to go back there. We don't want to go back into fear. We don't want to be afraid of... Um, not being enough, not doing enough, not this enough, not that enough, not saving enough, not spending enough, not whatever enough. Instead, it's like how can we best move through the day where we can feel and see opportunities without forcing them? How can we best move through life now without forcing because that's what we were doing for so long? And it's this creating, we're creating this new habit now and yeah, we are re- reading Rich Dad, which is re- really great because it's really. I think we're at, because we're so we've pulled back on that that trigger, those those like fear triggers, and we're like it doesn't really strike strike us anymore as as much as it used to. We can, it's like we're ready to 
I don't know. I feel like it's everything's just slowing down, but everything's mm. making more sense. Something new is re- like generating now. Yeah, I think we're kind of allowing the space to be what it is. And I think we're allowing ourselves to better integrate and observe the space yeah. because we've sort of slowed down and we're, we're kind of letting ourselves declutter a little see, bit like that. Yeah, opening up. And like, like you were saying with the meditation, to be able to expand your awareness while your eyes are open, while you're awake. Yeah. And is, is, it's to kind of observe or to experience the opportunities in in a whole new light or to become aware of them a lot a lot more rapidly than what you otherwise would if you're sort of closed off to where they might be and so yeah i mean this meditation i think is obviously going to help with that but then also combine that with our general switch in mindset and the the changes that we're trying to incorporate very very deeply at this point too and obviously as i've been saying i'm trying to really financially educate myself so it's not just learning about how to manage money because I've been doing a lot of money management when it comes to our personal finances. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if I go forward into the field of finance, obviously they'll just expand and increase and improve on that knowledge. But it's a, it's learning how to, how to, what about money itself and about what money is, how to, how to generate it and how to, how to earn it and, or not earn it, sorry, how to make it. Mm. Uh, and so that, that for me, obviously I, I was talking about reading Think and Grow Rich. Yeah. I got about halfway through it and then I'm like, okay, this is a really good book, really good book. But right now, for some reason, I'm feeling pulled away from it. Okay. Like I don't feel like – and I'm generally – I'm a person that reads a book from cover to cover. To, yeah, you Like I don't leave it. books unfinished. But for some I reason – I was surprised when you put it aside. Yeah. For some reason, I just get – I feel like there's so much good stuff in that book. But for some reason at that point, I felt like it was – Okay, enough. I'm not going to get from this now. I'm not going to actually be soaking in the information, yeah. Like I like I should be that in a way that's going to benefit me. I'm right. going to read it from this sort of detached perspective of like I'm reading information and it's cool to read this information, yeah. And this doesn't as opposed to being like I want to really I want to use this information for my yeah, own okay. life type thing. So reading the first few chapters was really good, like that. And I think the main key for me, and I, the reason I think that the, there was not much more that book was going to be able to do for me at that, at that point or yeah. at this point right. was because I immediately picked that one of the key, the, 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 the thing, everything's built upon a desire, like kind of knowing what you want right. and wanting it really bad. Okay. And I'm like, I understand that. I don't have that though. Yeah. And so going forward, I can read all the information in the book and I can go, but what yeah. am I going to apply it to? Yeah. I don't know what I want. I don't know what I desire. I don't know what I'd give up money for or time for or anything like yeah. that because I don't know what I want bad enough. So I'm like, okay, this book's great and I know that it's here now. I know I know at least half of what's in it so I can go back to it once I know. Yeah, right? exactly. So, but again, what, what, how, what do I have now? What else do I have that can help yeah. me when it comes to my financial education? Yeah. And I've read Rich Dad, Poor Dad yeah. before and it's been on the shelf for a, a fair while. And I really should have picked it up again during the last 12 months, but I, I probably still wouldn't have, wouldn't have sunk in. Yeah, maybe not. And so I started reading that and I like just plastered through the first chapter because it's so easy to read. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's a great book. Robert, <laughs> Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, do, I definitely do recommend it. Uh, and so I'm, I'm reading that and the, the first chapter was, was more or less about, it was, it was kind of like it was he, when he was a kid and his rich dad, which was his friend's dad, basically becoming his sort of mentor when it comes to money mm. and learning about money and, and learning about the mindset wealth. and the mentality yeah. of wealth and and all that kind of stuff and introducing a lot of those those ideas. And like I said, I've read it before, but reading it again this time around, it's kind of like you just pick up on more stuff, obviously. And as you're in a different circumstance. And a headspace. And a different well. headspace and everything, you're going to pick up on different things. Mm. And so I'm reading it and 
I'm like, this would be really good for you to read as well. So, you don't have to get into nitty-gritty investing type stuff. Like, I can I can pay attention to that sort of thing. And I'm, my interest is sort of there anyway. But I'm, I'm thinking as I'm reading the first chapter, I'm like, when it comes to just basic financial knowledge and literacy, mm-hmm. it's just there's no point me being me learning all this stuff and you not. And especially yeah. if you want to go into doing your own thing, mm-hmm. it would be so much more helpful for you because you've been struggling to try and come up with an idea or thoughts about how you can go forward and make money yeah so it's like it would just be a benefit for you to read this Mm. and so i'm reading i read the first chapter and then i was going off to work and i just said to you i'm like can you because you were going out to the cafe to get a a chai i said can you please take this and just just read it or start reading it and you did which was really great yeah i had this burning sensation in my like mind this excitement (laughs) i'm like as i'm reading i'm like you're just gonna read this and she's going to have inspiration. Inspiration's going to strike. I just I just knew it. I'm like, she will take this information and see it in a completely different way to the way I see it or something in her is going to spark. I just I had this feeling. I just knew it. Yeah. And then so this is just quickly because you, you sort of tied this all together just before. But, yeah, we also we started the meditation practice. Yeah. I think We're that day. day two. Or was it day two? It might have been day two. Was it? No, it was day one. Okay. Yeah, it was day one because we told her about it on day two. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so we'd started meditation practice as well. And as you were saying, as we were saying just before, you, you know, expanding your awareness to see more opportunities that are around you. So as we start that kind of new practice, and I guess that's probably starting to sink into our, into our subconscious a little bit more, maybe the awareness is already expanding. And then you combine that with the kind of creative inspiration that the book, you know, really urges you to, to, to tap into. And so, anyway, you were reading. Do you want to take over the story from here? Oh, I was just reading it and- Because I don't know what specifically you want to share about it. So, you just take- Oh, it doesn't matter. Um, The the whole point for me was to- What was more interesting? What was the first chapter about? It was- um, I think it was about fear. Yeah, it was like mindset, like money mindset. Money mindset and just the way to see- I just know there was was one specific kind of key element that- Um, yeah, it was like how how to see your oppor- your opportunities in order to kind of how do you grow your wealth rather than um yeah just work for it. So I think that was the thing. So it's like how to make money work for you, not for you to work for money. So the the the, the lesson because the book kind of There's the chapters are in lessons, yeah. and so the first lesson was I think it was the rich yeah, don't work you- for money. Yeah, something like that. So, then there's something like- Because um, I don't want to turn this into an exposition of the book, but no, no, yeah, no, the, ri- the rich don't work for money. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But the um, what, there was another like in that, the, um, one of the main- because this is what inspired me and I was like, okay, well, how could I, how could I kind of create with what I've got right now that I'm into, how can I, um, I think it was when I, when I got up and walked out or actually I think I had the idea it kind of sparked when I was in the cafe but I didn't I just had to keep reading because I just wanted to finish it and then in the car I was like okay well what have I got right now that I could potentially use as an opportunity I'm like okay and then um, it was like my my sewing I'm like okay so how can I see this from a different point instead of me having to sew all the clothes or constantly and then selling and because I hate it I hate doing commissions because it's it's just me constantly creating, 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 creating without like I want to be of service. I want to have the time to to sit with the client. I want to. I don't want to be doing that kind of work, that kind of creating all the time. It's exhausting and it 
it zaps me, zaps my creativity. And if you've probably listened to the podcast, you would know that that's exactly what happens when I'm just creating, 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 or studying, 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 or doing, doing, doing. It doesn't work for me. I really need that, the variety in my work to to be, to be balanced and rest is a big part of that and uh, like m- more ease and not more like, mm. yeah. So Also, a, a major <clears throat> point it makes as well is that it's your money essentially is kind of working for you for as you, opposed to you, you having, having to, to labor to dedicate, or, yeah. yeah, like 50, 60 hours of your labor each yeah. week to actually earn, earn an active income. So to think about how else I can... Um, How can you work less work, to make more? Work <laughs> less, yeah, but that's the truth. That's yeah. you know, that's why a lot of rich people, like you said, rich people don't really work or don't work. Well, that, and this is the thing: people no, crap on about. Like, I just want to quickly say this because yeah, okay. people bang on about, oh, it's so bullshit that the rich people don't pay taxes, and it's like really rich people don't earn income, so they don't pay income tax. Yeah, that's why they don't pay. They they have a low. They don't pay income taxes. And this is people who don't get their money from an income because they, they, if you're not earning a salary, somewhere. if you're not earning an income from that like employment mm. in that in that way, you're no. not going to pay income tax. Yeah. So you can bang so on about raising the tax, raising the raising uh, raising tax, tax the rich, tax the rich, yeah. tax the wealthy, all that kind of it's shit. Like, yeah, they They're gonna yeah. they raise taxes on the highest income earning brackets. They don't raise taxes on the rich people, like mm. people that earn that are business owners, as in like large business owners. You know, people that earn dividend income and real estate income, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because that's not income. That's mm. not employment income. So, you don't pay income tax on it. Yeah. I was really wanted to say that. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that's right. Because it really um, it irritates the fuck out of me. As I, as I was learning <laughs> more about this kind of stuff, like, ages ago too, and I'm starting to understand a bit better, and you just hear people being, oh, text the rich, text the rich. It's like, you yeah. got to understand money in order and how it works. They don't, pay, they don't pay all these taxes because yeah. they don't earn income. Anyway. So, I was thinking, <laughs> no, but it's, yeah. Um, so it was like, okay, well, how can I maybe not stress so much about creating, can create Cause I'll be, I'll be spending all my time creating, creating clothes, creating clothes if I'm going to sell them. So then I started to think about other ways I can maybe do it. And I started, well, what if I could rent, you know, they've got like rent, rent, renting clothes, like renting dresses. It's not a new thing. It's an old, it's not, it's not uncommon. It's not a new idea. I immediately thought of uh, Parks and Rec when, uh, shit, Aziz Ansari's oh, character did rent a swag. Yeah, yeah. to the kids. Tom, yeah, Tom Haverford. Tom. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was just like, okay, well, because it, it wasn't necessarily about the idea for me. I was like, I I actually I did it. I was able to change the way I think about how to create an income hmm. and do less work, even yeah. if it wasn't a lot. Like I can make clothes and then rent them. Yeah. And to a specific, you know, I had a, a whole thing, but I was like to a specific um, area. And I was like, it was a pretty good idea. But I'm like, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to go through with it yet mm. because there's so much in between that you got to, I got to know. But, and there's even if with any idea, I don't think it's going to be as simple as, oh, now I can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe, maybe there will be something. But at the moment, I don't have those kind of skills. I'm like, I've just started sewing again. And this is exactly what happened with every other thing. Yeah. I was like, I just started doing tarot. I'm like, oh, as soon as people are like, oh, my God, you're so good at this. You should yeah. do it. I'm like, oh, my God, yes, I'm going to do it. And it's like, <laughs> you're such an idiot. You've been doing it for like a month. Well, yeah. not even. And it's like, yeah, okay, I can have a natural, inst- like, in- like natural ability to do it. But it doesn't mean that 
I have to do it. Mm. And this is a whole thing about like my part of my profile as well. It's like I, I really don't like being told what to do. But I also and I'm very good. I'm very good problem solver. But I don't need to solve all problems. Yeah. And this is, this is my problem <laughs> because I always think that I have to solve. I probably struggle the most like with my own problems because I've been too busy solving everyone else's. So especially with um, the work that I've been doing, I'm like I'm so focused on everyone else and helping everyone else instead of helping myself first and making sure that I am in the best Mm. space possible to be working in it, you know, and finding that balance. So now what what it was for me to actually read it, not get overwhelmed personally, like I just read it and it was, I understood everything that I was reading. I was actually- It's really straightforward. Like you don't have to have any financial background to be able to understand it. It's It's not jargony. It's not anything yet. No, it's really well done, but we're really well written. It's good because he's talking like from their um, perspective of kids, like when he was a kid. So it really like- some people probably think it's really degrading. It's like, oh, ba- basic, you know, I'm like, I'm not going to go back to that. I'm more intelligent than yeah. this. It's like, I yeah, actually love it. Yeah, I actually love how it's like that. It's like, because that's a great place to just make just make things simple again because we have overcomplicated everything in our lives up until this point, especially. It's like just crazy how we can overcomplicate everything. We overcomplicate our emotions. We overcomplicate our day. We overcomplicate our duties. We over- overcomplicate work. We overcomplicate everything. So to just bring things just simple like to, to more simple basic um, means or ways of doing things it's like mm. yeah that's a great thing it's actually it's smarter they just <laughs> sound, they sound simple fundamentals because yeah. it's like where do i start what do i start yeah. and it, i mean it's not to say that it's not complicated because the financial world is incredibly complex no, he said he goes but this it's, is it's very the, very simple yeah the key the key just to give you the base the yeah. basic idea the fundamentals yeah. Is, yeah but it's great for me because i can i can understand it like you know a lot more about that world than i do yeah. but it, it's still incredibly valuable and, you, and every like this time around, you're going to find something else in it, mm. and it's it's just different energy every time you read it. Just like anything, every time you watch a movie, something new comes out. Like, oh, I actually never saw, I never noticed that she was wearing a green sweater. Like just something stupid like that, or anything sure. like that. Do you mm. know what I mean? Just like yeah, things yeah, yeah. that you don't yeah. recognize, or it's like, oh my gosh, I get what that phrase means now yeah. because of whatever experience, because you've had two, two more years on you or whatever. Yeah. So with this, it wasn't necessarily about the idea itself. It was actually what I was really impressed and excited about was the fact that I could get, I could think in a way that was outside of how I used to. Like I was out of fear and more like how can I actually be more creative about this situation? Because at the moment I can't I can't work a lot right now because I'm pregnant. I'm going to have to go to maternity leave anyway. So it's like and then I'm going to have a baby. It doesn't, doesn't yeah. make sense for me to go to work at the moment. But how can I, if I was to do something, how could I be more creative in my so like work less but actually have a good idea and be able to maybe work with other people in yeah. order to create create income so like the, and then that came up and I was like I actually did it actually that's what was that was was my my success in that anyway yeah absolutely and it felt good because I actually broke away from all my li- limited thinking before that well it's just that outside the box thinking because you, you just quickly you so quickly go to um, okay, I like sewing. If we're going to go off hobbies, just say. Yeah. I can make clothes and I can sell clothes. I can, and, have, a, and and I can have a brand and yeah. that's it. But what, but what does that ultimately <laughs> mean? That means that essentially you're going to have to spend all of your time sewing and making clothes so you can build up an inventory. Yeah. And then once someone purchases it, well, you've got to replace it. And if you're the one that's ultimately doing that, obviously, yeah, it's possible to do that. You just build up. You, you build up a... 
you know, employees and you'd, you'd, you'd put people on and you'd grow and expand your business in that way. And then ultimately you'd, you'd build yourself up into a management position where you're not the one that's sewing anymore, but you're the one that's managing all the stuff. The but I'm already, I'm already, when you're going through that, I'm like, I don't want to do yeah. that. But it's like you'd, you'd <laughs> have to dedicate a significant amount of your time yeah, to the exactly. actual production itself. That's right. So if that's not something that you're ultimately geared to, then it's not as simple as you don't, you don't just get to go, ah, oh, I can, I can sew and then sell clothes. Yeah. It's okay. All right. So that's not really the answer because you don't want necessarily what that leads to. So your option How is else? then change, change or adapt mm-hmm. uh, into something that's a bit more viable yeah. or give it all up. Yeah. And so if you go, okay, I don't want to give it all up, but let's yeah. see if what's more, what's more viable because yeah. I still want to do it. Okay, well, how can I potentially not have to continue continue to make yeah. clothes and constantly make clothes and, you yeah. know, to be Just able sit to Because my back's been hurting kind of anyway from making the three garments that <laughs> right. I made. Well, instead so, of selling them, you can hire them out hire so they come out. back to you. Yeah, and, then- to, and, and I don't have to, like, I can just create a collection for every season. Mm. So, or really, I only have to make a certain amount for every season and then every three months or three, four months, I can change. You know, you know, I can make a new one and, and then sell is, them off at the end. Like it's, yeah. there was a whole thing, and like that's a very different way of looking at uh, look looking at how I can so, like have a, a brand. Mm. It'll be different. It's it's less work for me, less pressure for me. Um, but also like there is there's um, a neighbor who their daughter goes through um, clothes like crazy. She mm. loves shopping. But uh, what I love is actually they bring bags and bags like once a month yeah. <laughs> to our house and we get to go through it and I'm wearing one of the dresses now. It's actually fantastic. Um, and I go through them and I was like, well, this is a perfectly good dress. And I'm like, we, we throw out so much stuff, you know, and it's like we're such a material. And I, even going out to, to the shops is just everything is just you throw it out tomorrow. It doesn't last. The, the the fabric quality is really going down. Everything's going down. Design's going down. All of it. It's just there's nothing's interesting. Well, there's a lot of it's, it's almost uniform. It's now. nearly you, uni- it's a, yes. You, you walk through you walk that. through High Point. You walk through DFO. You walk through a lot of the outlets. Same color palette. Same style. Same designs. Same everything. And and it's it really seems like the actual trends. It's like there's actually no new creative trend. It's like just recycling. Yeah. Um, pr- past decades. You know, back into the 90s. And, and that's been something that's been really interesting because it's like exped- that whole process has been expedited. We are talking about this a little bit the other day. I don't want to yeah. necessarily get into the nitty gritty of it because we're, no. not, we're not pros on it. No. Um, but it's just, again, things that you not observe. Any- <laughs> <laughs> you just You just observe. It's like the 60s trend was like, seriously, it felt like it was last six, year. Six months ago. And yeah. now we're up into the 90s. Coming, well, we're going into we the 90s. We went the 70s shortly. as well. I think there was a bit of 70s going on. So it's like the, the, yeah. the, it seems like the creativity itself, the really creative stuff is gone and it's like we're just recycling old trends and then mm. it's almost like where where it's the, they all seem to be coming to a certain point where every single outlet's basically stocking the same item yeah. just with a different label on it. Yeah. And it's it's really interesting anyway. And anyway, so it's one of the yeah, one of the problems that I have with yeah. like current fashion because it's also there is more of the product as well. The 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 sh- every shop is full of these the same clothes and it's like what happens to all these clothes like we buy 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 and then what happens you just give it away you throw it out it's like well okay well how can we better utilize clothes it's like okay well why don't we rent start renting again but I looked up what would be my competition and I'm like it's just literally the same stuff <laughs> they're just renting it yeah and it's like. So that, that's that's kind of what you run into because then you were talking about today because uh, you know and then you obviously you, you think about pros and cons of these 
of this this thing now too. Yeah. So you're like, okay, so you're no longer okay. You're not just making your own clothes and then selling them because it's too much work for you. Yeah. So what's a way you can reduce the amount of work that you have to do, but yeah. still still earn an income? Okay. Yeah, and still renting. Make, yeah, that's great, yeah, right? So that means that if you're going to do that, well, then you're going to need time to build up your own inventory, or you can also acquire clothing from other outlets and then yeah. on sell them or on hire them. Yeah. And <clears throat> that essentially means that you have to in a sense, acquiesce to the style or the fashion that you currently despise. So, you want to get, you're trying to get away from it. But in order to make that ultimately really viable for yourself, especially in perhaps something more of a short term so mm. that you can uh, more rapidly establish an inventory. You I know, have to make my own clothes. Yeah. yeah while you make your well, own clothes. Well, the thing is, it's really so. interesting. So, one of the dresses that I've got, it's a yellow dress. And um, it was a Scanlon and Theodore dress originally. Yeah. And I went to their um, outlet. It was in Melbourne Central. I don't think it's there anymore. I was really shattered because we went there to have a look. And it's like a seconds and samples sale they've got. And I found that dress because I tried it on in Maya and it was like $700. But I loved it. I was like, wow, I actually really like this dress. But I was like, okay, it doesn't matter. I can't, can't afford it. Anyway, I went to the outlet. And I was like, oh, this is cool. I went and I saw the fabric in like a, the baskets at the, on, the, on the bottom and I was like, what's this? And I pull it out and it's just a second. It's like a sample. It still had pins in it. It was half done. And I'm like, oh, I could actually make something really cool out of this. So I pulled it out and I, it was 50 bucks. I ended up redoing it. It's one of my favorite dresses. It's so unique. It, mm. It's like I, I couldn't even designed it if I tried with it with nothing. Like it was really fun to actually create it with some sort of. Um, so it was like half finished, but you just sort was, of finished. Yeah. You did the other they, half. To I your think own. they they stuffed up for some something, and I think I actually turned it backward, and I opened up the chest. So it's open. I think you can see you can see it on my um my Instagram. And it's a very bright yellow dress. You can't really miss it. And, um, yeah, and then it was like one sleeve instead of two because there was no more fabric. And I actually had so much fun doing it. And I'm like, well, why don't I do something like that? But all this, the sample shops that I was looking at, like was it last week, um, they, they're all gone. So either it's like the end of the year. They've already had their sales. So it'll be like kind of a next year kind of thing that I'll have to have. Like the end of summer, they'll probably mm. have their – their sample sales and that's for something else. Because that'll be that'll be a lot of fun, I feel like. Yeah. You, you, you get yeah. kind of unique designs and you kind of save fabric. Yeah. And they're good fabric too, especially if you're gonna to go to design a sample. Like there's beautiful fabric. It's brilliant. There's mm. high quality. So that's another thing that is a win. Yeah. And so there's obviously all ideas and things. Yeah, and all these so out. this is the this is the expansion. And obviously I don't know if it was the meditation, if it was just that that when you just like I don't know something happened I was just I was so calm that day and everything was just like flowing in all these like all these ideas were coming I'm like it has been a long time since something like that has actually happened and for me not to jump and like get so excited mm. about it that's going to change my life and that's what we're going to do and that's a thing now and like I would have done last time <laughs> yeah like it's just it's it's an idea that has potential potential yeah. and it's just it's just unlocking that potential that's right what is what's the what seed in this yeah. what's the because it's not it's not it yet no you know, and maybe it's like. not it at all. Yeah. And maybe it was literally just an exercise for you and your creativity to be able to go, I am capable of actually thinking outside the box. Yeah. I'm capable of taking the inputs of my own needs, what works for me, what doesn't work for me, yeah. uh, and what I'm interested in and using my brain to kind of compute and come up with an idea that sort of fits and meets all that criteria. For me, that's the first thing that came to me. I was like, I'm actually, I can do it. It's possible and I just need to trust myself a little bit more 
when it comes to it. Yeah. What um well, you said before, um when you finished that book, when you had to put it down, because uh, you didn't have that solid desire, and I'm like, it's really interesting because today I was, because I'm the same too. I'm like, I don't really know what it is. I don't have that, you know. We don't, we don't have that yet. Like we do, but not. It's still a bit, nah, still a bit fuzzy, no, right? No, we don't so have the thing. We don't have the thing. We're trying to figure out what the thing is. Yeah. So it was funny because <laughs> the um, Tony Robbins popped up on my thing, and he goes, "I was talking about hiring a coach, but he goes, you got to know what you want. Yeah. <laughs> you got to know all those things. You got to know what you want. That is the most important thing. What you want, why you want it, yeah. and it has to be so ingrained in you. So you get, it's going to fill you up, and then he goes, and then get a coach to help you. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, we're not there yet. And I'm like, because we think we know what we want. We think we want all this. And it's like, it's not what we want. I'm like, what is it? Because it's not really like fueling us. I'm like, this is exactly, you know, it doesn't like yeah. give us that like Tony Robbins, like chest thump, yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. I'm like, no, okay. And this is uh, today we were talking about um, how, like where, where to go through to next, especially reading the book as well when it comes to money and how we're going to, uh, what, what conversation we started. You said it and then I was like, I think right now we just have to pull back and just be kind of observers, I think. I didn't say that, but I think it's like we have to be observers of where we're at at the moment and slow down and just take in the information and not get too excited about everything or too overwhelmed, like stressed about perhaps not having an idea yet or the money coming in or how we're going to create assets and how, how we're going to, you know, find all these things and just to slow down. Cause right now it's, I'm really feel, I really feel like we're supposed to be observing where we're at. We're observing our bodies, observing what we want, observing the things that are coming to us, the experiences we're having with the meditations, experiences that we're having like with you at work and the people that you're interacting with and the things that are happening um, so socially and on, on Twitter and on <laughs> Instagram and that these new new things that are kind of coming up. It's like right now I really feel like we have to build this new habit of trusting ourselves and surrendering instead of reacting and hmm. um kind of stay, sitting in fear and I, i've been pulling back because i'm like i know when i feel when i'm in fear and i'm like i don't want to be in fear so what can i do right now in order to i'm like i'm gonna go outside and just sit in the sun well, usually it's the first thing that i need to do or get up and just just get up and or just turn something off or like there, there's always a because i'm like i can feel the fear i can feel it because it's so familiar to me and i'm like we need to, this time now between now especially and um, when we move into our own space, I think or until X amount of time, I don't know when, but um, to really build this new habit of trusting that, trusting the universe, trusting us, trusting ourselves, trusting our own minds, trusting our own abilities to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I'm really good at, and it's a habit I'm trying to break, really good at getting fixated on wanting something or if I say I want more money, want more money, it's good to fix that on that. And maybe that's a good, that's a good desire. Maybe that's the desire. I want, I just want more money. Right. But it's like, again, what is money and learning, learning about what money is. It's like, is it in itself? It's just a, it's just an inanimate object. You know, it's, what does it do? What like is it, what does it represent? All that kind of stuff. But anyway, and then I'm like, okay, so in order for me to do that, I need to put my time to good use so that I can establish myself and put myself on a firm foundation so that I can go forward and, you know, be making money in the future. So, every, everything right now that I'm doing that is not going towards that aim is wasted time, essentially. There's no point doing it. 
And I, I get really caught up in that to the point where I beat myself up big time if I'm if I, you know, waste any time or mm. do something that isn't to me, uh, you know, to serve that particular end. But yeah. the point is it's like I don't even know what's going to make me money. Mm. So I don't even know whether this is the right <laughs> thing to do or not. So I'm beating myself up over a freaking phantom here. Yeah. And so I take, I'm, I'm trying to take a step back from that because it's not healthy and it's definitely something that has I'm very well acquainted with because it's definitely a driving – it was a driving force uh, for us particularly over the last few months. Yeah. And so I'm trying to take a step back and go, okay, this is where I'm at right now. This is where we are in our physical space. This is where we are right now. Now, we don't pay money. We don't pay rent. We don't pay board, food or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So the main deal is that, yeah, I'm here. We're in this space. How can I contribute still? Because I still got to contribute. I can't just sit here and freeload. Mm -mm. That's not That's not what I'm about. No. Uh, so, you know, okay, we're back. We've, we've gotten it readjusted and we're now very well acquainted, obviously, with our situation and our yeah. new situation and yeah. what we're moving into. So I have obligations here in this space, yeah. right? And I, so I need to contribute, and I have a, I have a job, so I'm working as well. So those are two main things that I just have to do right now. That's what I that's that's what I have on my plate. Anything else I can do around the sides? Sure, absolutely. You know, I, if I can read, learn anything, great. I'll do all that. But my main my main two obligations, obviously, are work and doing stuff around the house at this yeah. point in time. So I've had to sort of just give myself to that and go, mm. all right, I have to be okay with now going out in the yard and helping out and working. I've been whippersnipping like the last week nonstop mm. because I, we, we don't have a motor. We don't have like a, a two-stroke oh, whippersnipper. Yeah. So I have to, uh, I've had to use my battery powered one, which has been great, but I've had to do it in days, in batches <laughs> while the battery, while the batteries, um, they charge back up. But it's been very helpful for me to kind of just let go and surrender and go, this is what my current situation calls for mm. and this is just what I have to do. I have to actually give myself to the situation that I'm in yeah. so that I can better assimilate myself with it and I feel like doing that will help me better perceive opportunities that are around me in my environment because while I'm fixating on some future point that I have no idea how to get to, I don't know what I'm missing in the meantime. Yeah. So instead, if I just go, okay, this is where I'm at right now. I accept it. I want to be somewhere else. I want the situation to be different. Yeah. And it's okay to want that, mm. but I need to actually give myself to the situation so that I can move through it instead of trying to avoid it, like bypass the situation by by forcing it to be other than what it is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so I think that that's something that I, I'm present. trying to, yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to break that habit of yeah. try, forcing something out of, you know, in, something to exist that isn't real. Because even when you were kind of in it today, it was... It wasn't as intense as it usually is. Kind of like the same thing when I was feeling fear last week. Um, you were at work, obviously, <laughs> um, but I was like, I don't, I don't want to repeat this. And it's not as intense because I think we're just we're more conscious now, <coughs> more self -con conscious of what what's going on in our bodies, just to make sure that we're being more intentional. And we're not making mistakes, or we're not going backward. We're not rushing. We're not putting pressure. We're making. We're really checking ourselves a lot more frequently than so. It's not as intense as it was, which is really it's really good. Um, and it was easy to kind of uh, move through it. It was a lot easier, more gentle. I felt today, like because I could feel your energy going this, and I'm like, I feel it's similar to it's similar to a little bit like. What we've been going through it's a little bit of pressure that you're putting on yourself and I'm like but you're doing it we were you're reading the book you're learning how to do it 
you're, you're learning all this stuff. So you actually are doing it. How else are we going to get there without you knowing and us knowing all this information? Yeah. So, and it was, but it was really nice because it was, it, we kind of got through it like pretty quickly. It didn't mm. take days. Mm. We weren't stuck in it for days because at the moment we're like, no, 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 we, we're, really trying to train ourselves and changing our mindsets to a healthier mindset and to make sure that we're making healthy decisions for our healthy future. You know, I've been, I think that the babies really helped me and I don't think if, if I wasn't pregnant, I don't, I don't really know what else would have um, kind of slowed me down, but the baby really has made sure that I, like it's, like, it's kind of like a check-in. Yeah. It's like checking me going like, are you, are you eating well? Are you don't get stressed? Are you stressing too much? I'm like, I, as soon as I feel stressed, I have to go and do something. I either have to walk out, I have to breathe a couple of times, I have to like whatever it is that I have to I have to stop what I'm doing and making sure that I'm just just checking. Like I'm, it's it's like this inner. <laughs> I don't know. It's just really. I'm pretty. I'm really grateful for this experience because it's helped me to to be more conscious, to be more loving to myself. Like, yes, and for the baby, I want all the environment for my baby. I've always wanted that. But also it's kind of bringing me back to myself like prop- properly mm. and I'm caring a little bit more about what I feel like and what, what, I, what I feel and what I – and listening, actually listening to what's going on in my body, my mind, what my mind's saying, and I'm like, it's not true. Oh, that's true. That's not true. Yep, that's true. That's not true. <laughs> Just so it's good training, obviously, to give yourself that awareness for giving your environment that awareness. If you get used to checking in with yourself, I feel like it'll be it become second nature. Yeah. To the point where, like with the meditation and the awareness stuff, it spills over into that that ultra awareness of what's mm. around you, which will help you be more settled and pick up on the opportunities that are there, and just to see the thing. Yeah. We watched uh, Troy last night, and. It was really funny because there was like a moment in it where I'm like, that's what we need. We need the – in the movie, I, I don't know if it was in Iliad, if that's exactly what the inspiration for the Trojan horse was. Oh, but I think it was the I think it was the character was Odysseus. I'm, I can't remember. I'm not yeah, sure yeah. if it's Odysseus that's in Troy. Yeah, it, that, it is. He's, he's Odysseus in the movie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, when So, after they got absolutely clobbered by the Trojans and – then they're Sitting kind there. of licking their wounds a little bit and it's like, oh, you know, what's the strategy? How are we gonna how are we gonna get into these walls which are just impenetrable? Anyway, and then Odysseus sees a guy, there's like one of the one of these soldiers is is there sort of sitting by the fire carving a little horse, horse out of out of son. wood yeah. for his son. And he's like, Oh, that's a nice thing you got there. He's like, Yeah, it's for my son back home. And I think did it whatever whatever. Yeah. Anyway, and he just he just saw the the guy carving the horse. Yeah. And then it's like in in the movie that's how it's portrayed. That's I don't a, know yeah. if in, if in the I Iliad, that's what it was. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. anyway, um, the the point is though. Then obviously, then they build the horse and they get in and you know yeah, their victory and all that kind of stuff. You're but it's like, like that moment though. It's just it's just having that awareness to see something as innocuous as a guy carving a little horse out of wood yeah. to yeah. all of a sudden inspire whatever the victory is. And that's the same thing with the, with the fabric, with the clothes, and the renting and stuff. I'm like this could just be an opportunity to I'm like. It might lead me somewhere because it's opening up my creative, my it makes it's expanding my creativity. Yeah. So that was kind of my moment that I had, and I'm like, oh, okay. So that's like a little bit. It wasn't the whole. It was obviously the whole idea, but it was just that little bit of, oh, okay, there's something there. But it, I'm, I don't think it's that. But I, I if I keep going, 
along this, even just thinking like this generally with everything, this might lead to something like mm. that. And it's just being that aware. Like even as, you know, as soldiers, I'm sure they had to be, you know, you've you got to be pretty good at knowing and you're sensing the shit around you and who's that, you know, obviously the whole like sword fights, you've got to know when they're going to take the next step, next move. You've got to have really good instincts and senses. Sure. So that's the same kind of thing. It's like that awareness. I'm Don't laugh. It's tr- I'm just saying, like no, you think about the difference. Looking between at, at all the killing. fabrics in your situation and 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 sword fighting and stuff I'm- is definitely the same thing. <laughs> no, I'm just, I, I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. I'm just taking the piss. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's just like that. That not, not even not even just that it doesn't matter. It's just that being ultra aware, being that uh, open and, and having your instincts, yeah. being like, oh, okay, that, oh, and being open to it, yeah, yeah, rather than being closed off in fear and having just like goggles on, yeah, which, exactly. You know, that's why you know some soldiers die because they're just warriors or whatever. Well, you know, because you get fear. You're just in fear the whole time and you're not going to last if you're in fear. You see someone like Achilles, I know it's a movie, but you know, you can tell the difference yeah. of how they train and what their focus is on and you got to be always, you got always got to be on alert. Yeah. So what does that mean? Yeah, you got to always be open. You got to always know and be open to whatever happens. Yeah. And, so, and the opportunities the opportunity. as they present themselves. I'm sorry if I sound like an idiot. Like, I don't have the right um, terminology. <laughs> I, I, I didn't mean to go into it, but it's, 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 it is it is a, a good point. No, it's a good point to make. I think it was, I think it was good. Well done. I appreciated that, actually, because it is true. you got to be focusing and aware on the opportunities mm-hmm. that are around if you're kind of going to roll with that type of analogy to go, yeah, I mean, there's opportunities everywhere. Obviously, we don't, we're not fighting a battle right now, but, but I mean, no, again, I the, the gen- point isn't generally. that. The battle that no. we're kind of facing right now is- It's not even is, a battle. It doesn't matter about the battle. No, no, it's yeah, I know. But was like, in that movie, it's a physical battle. But I'm saying for us right now, we're trying to better our situation. That's our battle right now. So, we need to be aware of, oh, yeah, I mean, what, what, uh, what opportunities, what's around us, yeah. right? And if we're not paying attention, if we're not focused and we're not- letting our like instinct not our instincts take over necessarily because we need a bit of a mix of our you know using our mind and our creative capacity and our instincts so letting letting that sort of take over a little bit and guide us or potentially show us point us in the in the right directions or you know light upon some inanimate innocuous object that all of a sudden becomes our our financial panacea type thing mm. it's like that's that's something that, yeah, I think we're really getting better at this point of uh, we're, we're getting better at, at allowing that to kind of become more of our, I guess, our awareness, more mm. of our mindset, I think, which is really good. It, it does feel a lot easier. It feels a lot calmer because we're not so frantic and we're, we're kind of able yeah. to, to sit back and be a bit more peaceful. Um, but also, yeah, I mean, you having that idea and just going with it. And even if it does ultimately go nowhere, this the very the very fact that you had that idea and it mm. came out of that space. Yeah. It's, it shows that, yes, it, it kind of is a bit of a pat on the back and go, keep going, yeah. keep going. If it's not with this idea, keep going with that way of thinking. Yeah. And it's having that real tangible instant experience mm. to go, it does work. You've yeah. just got to keep pushing yeah. and keep being open. That's right. Because another thing I'm, I was – you know, I've, I've sort of been talking about the last episode, at least for the last episode, maybe before that too, is, yeah, I mean, if I stop working, mm. you know, we're, we're kind of back in that. Yeah. And so, right now, it's like I, I was saying to you earlier that if the way we think about, yeah, I, I get paid well, sure. With our expenses, though, once you take out our expenses from that pay, 
there's a significant amount left over, right, for savings, let's say. Mm. But we're saving for the home birth. Mm-hmm. So I can't. we can't touch that money anyway. Mm. So part of the money that we get each week, I, I have – I went over this in an earlier episode, but I've got it aside for what I say food. So when we're living under our own yep. roof, yep. right, the money that will go towards food and then a little bit of money for us for spending as well, I've kept it in the budget while we're here, even though we don't have to pay for food or anything. Yep. I've kept it there and I just combine them essentially. So we get a couple hundred bucks a week. Uh, basically is kind of spending or if we want to go and buy something, we can. Yeah. Um, so, essentially, I was saying to you, so once you take out what we have to save for the home birth and then our expenses on top of that That's and you only have that little bit of money left that we can go and spend, I essentially work 40, 40, between 35 and 45 hours a week for $250. Mm-hmm. And so, when you kind of think about it that way, it's like, fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, again, something needs to change. Yeah, something kind of has to change, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it could, could get even – once we move out, once we move out, right, we won't even have that money. No. Let's just say let's just say that $150 a week is enough to cover food. Let's yeah. just say that, right? And we left with just $100. Then I'll be working that amount of hours for $100. Yeah. So, it goes less. So, it becomes less. And so, that's a situation that I don't want to continue. I don't want to perpetuate that. I want to learn how to, yeah, grow. And that's obviously the point of reading this book. Mm. I want to learn how to utilize, better utilize our money so mm. that instead of buying things that are going to either not contribute towards bringing us income, uh, you know, in, instead, of, instead of buying things that are going to take money away or, yeah, they're not going to do it, how can we better utilize our money to actually make purchases that are going to further us in yeah. a financial sense going, going forward? Whether that's yeah, you uh, figure, us figuring out our own sort of business idea and business plan going, and then investing in that, or whether it is saving up and investing in you know stocks, stocks that pay dividends or bonds to get interest, or you know, God, in the long term, maybe you know, investment properties, all that kind of stuff. How mm. can we invest in things that are going to generate a passive income? Yeah, for us to pay for our so expenses. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, that's the kind of key thing is so that you, you can have assets that essentially put money in your pocket, and the money that those assets put in your pocket cover completely cover your daily expenses. So whether or not you go to work makes no difference. Your assets cover your expenses anyway. And what the income that you earn from working, you you have. Yep, to that's spend. it. And, and I can choose not to work because, yeah. you know, I can choose not to work or it, whatever, or, yeah. you know, and that's it. People retire early because it's like they have assets that pay them income and mm. they don't have to go to work. Yeah. This is what I was saying before. You don't, when you have assets that are paying you income, you're not, you're not earning employment income. So you're not paying income tax. Yeah. And you're still receiving money. And you're still receiving money and all your, your expenses are all covered, right? Mm. And then anything you get on top of that, it's just, yeah, okay, it's yours to play with. A lot of it, you just reinvest. You just continue to reinvest and mm. grow your asset column and then you continue to grow your wealth in that sort of way. And so that for me, when it comes to managing our personal finance, I feel like a complete wizard at that at this point. Yeah. But when it comes to actually knowing what to deal with excess, so as I said, let's just say for argument's sake, you're not pregnant, um, we're, but we're in this exact same situation. We've got all this, we've got all this spare cash now, right? Mm-hmm. That we don't have to save the stuff that we're currently saving to be able to afford the uh, the people to help us with the home birth, so mm-hmm. the midwives, doula, and stuff. Let's just say, because we don't have that pregnancy situation now, all that money is just straight up savings. You know, what are we going to do with it? Mm. Like, what then? Because yeah. I don't really, because I've had so much practice with like budgeting grains of sand in our bank account, yeah. but I haven't had, you know, practice in dealing with an entire Excellent. beach, right? 
And so that, yeah, excess. And that at this point is what I really want to try and educate myself on to go, okay, how can I utilize money in a more clever way? Now there's a little bit more of it. How can I utilize what is there mm. so that I can I can actually generate more of it yep. or encourage more yep. and that kind of stuff. So that ultimately is what I wanted to sort of put my focus on right now mm. so that we can actually start to enjoy ourselves a little bit better. And, and that's where we're, we're and, putting our focus. We're reading each time. And we start becoming more financially independent. And when you're mm. becoming financially independent and, you know, things happen, unforeseen things happen, mm. they're not going to affect you so much. No. You know, when there's sudden government mandates, you're not going to be impacted by it. It's like, oh, whatever, it's okay. If I can't work, I can't work. That's fine. I'm covered anyway. To, it's all yeah. good, mm. you know. Or if there's a recession, Mm. And, you know, they have to lay off work. You have to lay off people, you know, and you're on the chopping block. Oh, it doesn't matter. Mm. I was just doing this for extra cash anyway. Yeah. You know, it's like to be able to try and figure out a way to utilize our any uh, income above our expenses uh, to be able to put it into something more productive for us. So, that's something that I'm kind of really focused on and mm. wanting to get away from because it was kind of sobering to think about, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'd be literally working, you know, between you know, 40 and 50 hours a week at times for essentially a hundred dollars yeah to be able to just go and do stuff with mm-hmm. and then once you go and the, and the shit thing is too once you go and do stuff with that hundred dollars then what it's just re- rinse and repeat yeah. same thing next week you know you're not growing it you yeah. know we're not growing our income it's been like two paychecks and like i just don't feel like we're spending right we're not in it. It's like you don't like, really feel already, like we're in a different but, place right yeah but like even when we went to spotlight I mean, i bought that pink fabric and I'm like, I knew, I knew that I didn't need it. I knew that I didn't want it. But, you know, you were so encouraging. You're like, just buy yourself something. Like, you know, this is what you're going to do. And then yeah. like, I bought you fabric. I'm like, I, I don't. So I had to look on my Pinterest just to get inspiration, just to be like, okay, what can I buy? You know, what can I get? Mm. And, you know, I hate the pants. <laughs> I hate them. And it's like because I knew. I don't hate them. They're all right. But, like, I, I knew and I just needed to, I needed to trust myself. But I know now that that feeling yeah. a little bit more and you know if i do it again that's okay because i'll know it even more yeah but i knew i wanted to get you something that's that was fine i haven't made it yet i want to make it this week i'm really excited but i knew that i had to i had to leave myself aside a little bit yeah for that one because i'm like it's just going to be wasted money i just feel like i don't need to we don't need to spend it yeah so it was really weird and then that happened with the pants and i'm like yeah that's probably fucking why because i, sh- I, I should have just listened to myself we continue to learn our lessons, and I mean, I feel like we've got enough. You know, we've got enough. Let's say we got the I mean, two fifty. It wasn't. It wasn't like it was a fifty dollar purchase. But we, we continue to learn our lessons too, though. Yeah. Right. We continue to learn, and that's the point. We continue to take note of these experiences, and mm. then learn from them, and go, okay, well, next paycheck, we can try again next week. Yeah. And say, you know, maybe we don't need to go and spend it, and we can actually, yeah. or we can still spend it, but let's spend it on something significantly more productive. Yeah. You know, maybe it is, you know, where can I look at potential investment platforms or, you know, online investment brokers or that kind yeah. of stuff, you know, and maybe it's worth looking into what I can do with it yeah. in, in that sort of sense and spend the money there instead of going and buying, you know, consumer type stuff. Mm. So, you know. there are things that we need, but it's like I didn't need that. Yeah. I didn't really want it anyway. What I really wanted was the pants from Zara because they were already made up and that's the ones I wanted. And if I just had tried them on, I would have known if they looked good or not and then mm. that would have been it. But I didn't and I ended up, I think, spending more money on the linen and mm. I don't like them and I got myself a pair of slacks, so that's okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and it's like there there are other ways. It's like create, being creative, being like what would – is it just easier to do things this way or that way? Yeah. Finding those opportunities and being like, okay, well, now that I can recognize that, next paycheck, I'm going to be like, yeah, we don't need that. 
Mm. Yeah, and I do need that, but I can wait. So it's making that readjustment too, right? We go from nothing. The habit, we go from nothing. Yeah. We go from nothing to so now all of a sudden we've got we've got well, a lot more. But then it's like also you know obviously like I said take it all out and you're left with the two fifty and it's like relatively speaking compared to the entirety of the paycheck two fifty is a tiny portion of it. Yeah. You know if I'm getting fifteen hundred a week, you know two fifty is only a little little tiny little bit in the corner, right? But for us, that two so relative to the paycheck, two fifty is nothing. But relative to us having zero paycheck, yeah, having two fifty a week is also just incredibly. It's it's like we're flush for cash, right? Yeah, remember how the like the first when the first paycheck we were, we were so scared to even spend the money. Like I don't even know what I'd buy. Mm. I don't even know how I'd spend it. I don't yeah. even want to because and, and, it's that fear. And the so shit I think thing that's is, habit. when you don't have, and this is the thing about not having the right money mindset that I'm really trying to learn. When you don't mm. have the right perspective and awareness when it comes to money, you'll just it'll just yeah, exacerbate yeah. your current sort of problems or exacerbate about your current habits. And you'll it's keep like, repeating. Yeah, exactly. We'll keep repeating, yeah. right? And we'll fall down using because we're, we're just so locked into having the same sort of perspective of going, okay, any anything that comes our way, let's just take it, you know, because it could be the thing. Let's just try anything <laughs> and everything. And, no, and because you know, we weren't so tuition. discerning because it's kind of like, well, if we are too discerning, maybe we're going to turn down the, you know, the, the right, the right yeah. thing. And, yeah, we and, and now, and, and so, the, you know, we didn't, we, we couldn't tell what was the right thing and what was the wrong thing. So, yeah. we just sort of said yes to everything. Yeah. And now it's kind of like we need to break that because we've got a little bit of space now where we can be a little bit, we can afford to be a bit more discerning. And so, but we're still, when it comes to using that $250 every week, we're still kind of like, yeah, just buy the, yeah, buy the fabric just and make the pants. It, just yeah. buy and do that. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. And it's like. We we don't have to have that. That's that yeah. mindset, that inertia mm. from that mindset that's still carrying us through and making those, you know, poor poor decisions. Yeah. And that's what's keeping us reliant on, okay, next week, next paycheck, next yeah. paycheck, the next pay. And I want to break that. Yeah. I want to break but, but that. But I think we are breaking it. I think it, and it takes time for a habit to break, you know. Like, of course, we're going to be like that. We've been in that, that mindset for four years, you know, especially the last, like intensely the last year. But the last two years as well have been pretty intense. But the whole relationship is kind of like how we've been living, especially since we moved, when we moved out of home. And it's been like that, being like, oh, you know, like we haven't spent anything on clothes because it wasn't, for us, it wasn't relevant. Like we, we don't have it to spend. But now that we do, it's like, okay, but there are other ways I can I can make our clothes. We like I, It doesn't matter if they fall apart on us. It doesn't matter. It's like it's us. But really it's like well, I can make our own clothes I'm, I'm not that bad I'm pretty good at sewing mm. so it's like well I can make clothes so why don't we do that one it's probably better because we can't find anything anyway because there's just nothing around that I'm interested in I like I'm not unique anymore and all of that so it's like well that's one thing that we can save money on and yeah we can have nice nice creating new clothes yeah. and that's just one element it's okay well I could have been doing that for the last four years but I wasn't <laughs> so it's like okay well again it's like breaking this habit of instead of being so afraid to spend it and being like okay how can we now open ourselves up to something new what maybe our next paycheck will yeah we'll set a goal being like maybe let's like if there is something let's put a small portion like doesn't matter how much it is even just a small but even if it's like 10 bucks who cares into something that like into a stock or into what do you know what i mean mm. like just something like that just 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 to start a little bit because i think yeah. that's what's gonna that's what's gonna help yeah i mean that's what breaks the pattern us doing it yeah it's, i guess it's just it's learning because and this is where it, it's handy paying attention to what's happening in the markets and everything that's what i've been trying to 
get back in touch with and, and listen to people who are sort of in the know to try and get some good, you know, advice. Uh, immediate advice essentially mm. on kind of what to do with your money. And yeah. Uh, there's, there's, yeah, there's, there's online apps now, like brokerage apps. You don't have to necessarily go through a broker. You know, you still need a minimum payment. You know, yeah. some apps they might, they might do minimum payments of five hundred dollars. Others yeah. might be a thousand dollars that you have to invest at once. You know, you can't do. You with, looked that up before, didn't with you? crypto. You can do pretty much any sum you want yeah. at any point. You know, that's what's handy. But when it comes to more traditional investing, you need to have bigger, bigger chunks of money. Uh, you know, so but yeah, I mean, there's there's a whole there's a whole different bunch of things that I can sort of look into, and this is what I've got. To, this is what I'm sort of overwhelming myself with a little bit. Uh, just all this information that I know I need to kind of learn, and what's the best? What are the what are the best investment decisions to make at this point? And mm. obviously, not being able to afford a financial advisor, um, you know, makes it a little bit difficult. You're to listening kind of to financial advisors, though. So well, that's it. You kind of I'm listening to podcasts and so stuff where do. they interview financial advisors, yeah. and you know, they talk all the time, and they provide the perspective and there seems to be somewhat of a you know unanimous kind of perspective on sort of what's happening and then so for the short term what the best sort of investment uh you know your best investment portfolio might look like and you know there doesn't seem to be too much deviation from some kind of general consensus right now so that's kind of happening and but it's just looking at yeah how we can perhaps put aside a little bit of money so that we can somehow try and get into you know buying Mm. into that kind of stuff Mm. And all of them are recommending a more active portfolio management at this point, not like a set and forget type style of um, investing. It's like you've got to pay attention to what's happening because volatility and recessions and all that kind of shit. Um, anyway, that's all going to be things for for future. So it's so so full. I'm getting good. I'm getting more tired thinking about it. But no, it's good. But yeah, it is about changing. This is the money that we've got coming in. Yeah. And how can we better use it? I would rather have so, this amount of money right now just to ease us into the more excess that's coming in. Sure. Because it's like it's the next it's the next obvious kind of step. It's like okay, well, yeah, ha- we haven't had anything to play with before. And even if we did, it was like, you know, under under $100. Mm. But now, you know, we have a little bit. It's like, okay, we've got a little bit more. Yeah. And that, that's enough. That's a little bit and now more we've got to, to just trust ourselves little bit to more. make better. And we've got to use that little bit more to make more and all that kind of stuff yeah. and grow it. And it, it takes, like, I'd rather have this much rather than being having so, being so overwhelmed. Could you imagine if we had, like, more excess, how, how our spending would have looked? Mm. I think that's what it would have been really dangerous for us, yeah. especially for me. I'd be like, okay, I need all these things. Well, that's the thing, and that's that's a very <laughs> obvious thing. I mean, without even having to read the book, you kind of know that very well. That more money doesn't solve your problems. More money just begets more money if you if you're yeah. a, if you're a bad spender. Yeah, it's just like anything. If you give a if you give money to a drug addict, you're just going to fuel their drug addiction. Yeah. If you give more money to yeah, all that all kind that, of stuff. Yeah, yeah if you so give more money to someone who is going to go and spend it, you know, mm-hmm. they're just going to give them more stuff to go and spend with. It's exactly. like, it's like if you want to make the change, you've got to make the change, and then obviously more money is going to help the thing that you're changing yeah. into, right? It's That's like right. and it all starts with your mindset and the perspective mm. that you're applying yourself to. Mm. So you know I that for us everything. is yeah. I mean, we need to continue to sort of adjust this mindset and educate ourselves so yeah. that when we, if we can get more, when we get more. We can have, or even when we get what we get, yeah. we're we're better able to utilize it for our own for the ends that we've we've chosen yeah. that we've selected. You know, yeah. we want to grow our wealth. Okay, now let's educate ourselves. Okay, I know I have a strategy now. I have a strategy for growing our wealth. So now, we, now I know what to do with the bit yeah. that we've got. So yeah. yeah, anyway, that's that's a lot of the fun fun stuff that's going on. I'm <laughs> so tired right now, <laughs> getting more and more exhausted. 
It is a bloody hell. It's, it's 20 to 10. No wonder I'm getting tired. So we'll wrap it up there. Did you have anything else you want to finish on? Um, I, I don't think so. You can always talk about it next podcast if it comes up. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll leave it there. If you enjoyed the episode, please like, subscribe and share it around. If you want to get in touch with us, uh, please feel free. Our email address is itppc at protonmail.com. My Instagram is logan.d.gray if you want to DM me specifically. And if you want to contact me, I am on Instagram at yuja.gray. All these links are in the description. So head down, check that out if you would like. Otherwise, I love you. I love you. Let's have a blessed day. Yes.